0: Good morning, folks. Happy Thursday. Hope you're having a great morning. Maybe have some coffee and relaxing. Listen, uh, we have an exciting topic this morning. We're going to talk about how to stay out of my office, out of the emergency room, and out of the orthopedic surgeon's office, or worse yet, the surgical suite. Okay. So, hey, we're gonna be talking about boating safety and you might say, well, I don't have a boat. Well, it doesn't matter, believe me. Uh, Everybody at some point in time will have an opportunity to go on a boat. It's important to know the things we're gonna go over. Um, And you know, where we live here at Fort Myers Beach, people are on the boat a lot. So, um, but regardless of where you're watching this from, I'm gonna tell you there's very important information that can keep you safe and uh, could potentially keep you from having a serious injury. So uh, who am I? I'm Dr. Timothy Harcourt. Um, I'm a uh, chiropractic physician, been doing so for 33 years. I cannot believe it. Um, I feel like I just got out of chiropractic college, and here I am 33 years later. Um, I'm a third-generation chiropractic physician, uh, and I practice in Fort Myers for Florida. Um, But why am I talking about boating safety well i'm also um uh, a sailor so and i've been doing it for 30 years uh used to race on a race crew in annapolis in front of the uh, naval academy and uh, in fact we raced against the naval academy's boat Um, and so uh, my main position on the the race boat was a head sail so uh, anyway um i've been sailing my own boat for about 30 years and um, uh, you know, we're going to go over some things to help keep you safe. Now, I'm, I'm going to lay the groundwork here to tell you that in our local community, uh, we had, uh, I think it was three people break legs in the same day because of um, not using proper safety precautions. So we are this is going to be about safety. I mean, we have different topics, but really it all comes back to staying safe. Um, but I'm going to tell you that the most important thing for most trips on a boat is how you get on and off of the boat. More injuries occur getting on and off of the boat than occurs on the boat. Um, now it doesn't mean that things can't happen on the boat. It can. We're going to go over that stuff too. But, um, you know, um, The most important thing to do when you get on and off of a boat is to maintain a three point contact. What I mean by that. So two hands and two feet, that's a four point contact. That means you're not moving. (laughs) So when you go to get on the boat, if you have things in your hands and you're trying to get on the boat at the same time, Well, when you swing your leg out, you're really at a one-point contact at that point in time, and that's a really good way to get hurt, and that's how the people in my local community got hurt. Um, But if you have a hold of something with both hands and then you move your one foot, you still have three points of contact. Uh, Really important because then if you slip with one leg, you can still catch yourself so that you don't break a bone. Uh, Worse yet, fall and hit your head, maybe slide down a piling, have the barnacles rip you to pieces. I mean, all kind of stuff. So um, it's really important to take your time getting on and off a boat. The other thing is uh, if you're getting on the boat, uh, lay your things on the dock out of the way. Once you're on the boat, then pull the things onto the boat. Or if there's already someone on the boat, hand them your things. Do not try to. Board the boat with those in your hands. Okay, Uh, Really important factor. Same thing is true when you when you get off of the boat. So uh, right in the very beginning, we went over the most important thing to keep yourself safe. But before we even think about going on the boat, what's the weather going to be like? And you need to check multiple different sources. The really beautiful thing nowadays is uh, on your uh, smartphone, you can get the radar app And you can see, well, what's headed your way, you know, and uh, you can expand that out to several hundred miles and just see, I mean, is anything crazy coming your way or not? Now, it doesn't mean it couldn't crop up just because it's not on there now doesn't mean it couldn't just pop up, especially in Florida. We get those pop up storms, um, not necessarily coming the whole way across the state might pop up a few miles away from where we're at. But you get the weather predictions uh, on the local news. Um, you can go on several different platforms uh, on your, your smartphone. There's Windfinder, uh, tides near me, uh, plus your regular weather reports and on your radar. So you look at all that stuff and you need to be aware of what the weather conditions are gonna be when you go on a boat. And I would recommend that even if you're not the captain of the boat. Um, And we'll go into in just a few minutes why that's important. Uh, The next thing to consider is the crew on the boat and what you're actually trying to do that day. So obviously, if you're going on a sailboat, you're probably going to be sailing. Right. Um, And it's important to know, uh, you know, who's going to be on the boat and what their capabilities are when you get on the boat, Uh, especially if that matches the conditions. So let's talk about the conditions uh, right, right away. Hey, listen, if you're in doubt, don't go out. I mean, it's kind of like you, you smell something in your refrigerator and you're not sure if it's good or not. When in doubt, throw it out. Uh, well, when you're looking at the weather reports and things look marginal and maybe your crew isn't very experienced, you, maybe it's a good thing to say, you know what, today's not the day to go out. Uh, that's the safer bet. Um, and, you know, it's it can um, you can avoid a lot of heartache and pain if, uh, you know, you you avoid a situation like that. Um, Then provisions for while you're on the boat, uh, one of the most important provision that you can take is water. And you should take more water than you think you're going to need. By the way, when you're on the water, you need about double the amount of uh, water intake, uh, than when you're on land. Why? Because the sun is hitting you directly, and it's also hitting the surface of the water and bouncing up and hitting you. So um, you dehydrate quicker. And, of course, one of the real risks with dehydration is a deepening thrombosis, which you don't want. Um, and uh, so that's something, personally, that I've experienced. And it's not something that you really want to go through. Um, the next thing is you should have at least two forms of communication, so VHF radio and a cell phone. And, by the way, um, that cell phone, most VHF marine radios are water-resistant and float, um, but the cell phone is not. <laughs> I haven't found a cell phone yet that you can throw in the water, it'll float, you can pick it up and use it again. Maybe one exists, but I don't know where it is. It sure isn't mine. So uh, you need to keep that in a uh, – a Ziploc bag or something like that to keep it um, dry. You know, you never know getting, you know, handing your bags over different things, uh, crazy things can happen. So keep your cell phones in a Ziploc bag or some sort of a uh, waterproof bag. Um, and then the next thing is in general safety. So we better have a life jacket for every person. You know, well, yeah, you know, we don't need a life jacket. Yeah, you do. You need a life jacket because you never know what's going to happen. Well, first of all, it's the rules. But the second thing is you never know what's going to happen when you're out on the water. Um, and it's and if you don't have adequate PFDs, it's too late. So um, anyway, and you should have a ring, too, because if somebody falls in the water, even if they have the life jacket on, it's nice to throw the ring to them with a, a line on it and pull them back in. Um, so... Anyway, uh, safety is really important in a lot of different ways when it comes to boating. Uh, And then the next thing is your tides. So um, now I know some of you are around lakes and you don't have to worry about the tides, but we're here in the Gulf of Mexico and the tides have a pretty significant impact on your day. So how how can that change your day? Well, let's just say you go out and the tides are heading out um, and you decide to park your boat right on top of a sandbar. But you didn't bother to check the tide chart or on your smartphone app. And now the tides are going out and guess what? (laughs) You get to the point where your boat will not leave the sandbar. And it might take hours for that tide to come back in. And maybe the weather's getting bad. Now all of a sudden you're putting yourself at risk and you didn't need to do that. So always be aware of the tides. Um, And the other thing is uh, there's a significant uh, difference in the tides here. Um, Not like the Bay of Funday, you know, where there's uh, severe difference in tides. Uh, But it could be anywhere from two to three and a half feet here. So that's a big difference when you're getting on a boat. Something to keep in mind um, if you're trying to get on or disembark from a boat with an extremely low tide might be difficult for some of your crew members um, to do that. Um, In fact, it might be next impossible for them to get off in that scenario. So that's important to remember. Um, And, you know, the thing is, uh, if, you know, preparation is a huge part of uh, proper boating safety, Uh, you need to just think about, you know, what you're planning to do that day, how long you're planning to be out. Um, You should know the waves before you go out? Um, Is your craft able to handle that? Is there a small craft advisory? You know, that type of thing. So um, when in doubt, don't go out. Um, The key is to keep yourself safe. Make sure you're drinking plenty of water. People ask how much water? Well, um, I generally take about four large water bottles uh, filled with water. Sometimes I'll put ice in in a cooler. Uh, If I'm going to be out there for any length of time. And yes, do do I have some leftover? Usually, is that a good thing? It is for me. Um, And I think it is for you too. Uh, We should talk about alcohol. You know, um, the captain or skipper shouldn't consume any alcohol because, uh, you know, the other thing is things can come up and you need to be sharp. And it's your responsibility to keep the crew safe so you need to avoid that there's going to be time for that when you dock the boat and you guys are you know talking about the day that's fine but not not out on the water um so you know that's pretty much the long and short of it The, the the real key here is to keep yourself safe and all the crew members safe um so that you don't end up in the emergency room i mean uh let's face it um people are more worried about going to the hospital now than ever Um, So if you keep yourself safe and good use preparation pre-thought to your trip, it is going to be helpful. And I did kind of allude to why you should check the weather, even if you're not the skipper. Well, let's just say you're going out with somebody and you don't know who they are. There's a few things that I would ask them before I got in the boat with them, like, skipper, what's the weather looking like today? And if they say, I have no idea, I didn't check it yet. Um, so what are the, what are, what are the plans today? Well, we're just going to go out and run around a little bit. You know, if they really don't know what they're doing, they don't know what the weather conditions are. They haven't done any prethought They, you know, they haven't done any planning. Um, that's something you might want to consider whether you want to go on that boat or not. I've had, uh, at least one patient here break their back because they went out with somebody that really had little or no experience in boating and was going way too fast through uh, heavy uh, waves um, and ended up compressing, causing a compression fracture in her back. So, um, you know, it's okay to ask questions before you get on somebody else's boat and go with them. You know, it's okay to do that because you know what, it's your health and it's your life. So, um, you know, keeping all these things in mind, uh, it should allow you to have a safe, uh, fun time on the water. And that's really the key. Um, And by the way, we've also seen uh, patients that got stuck on the sandbar and trying to push their boat off and hurt their back. So that helps to keep you out of my office as well if you're paying attention to the tides. Um, And, you know, if the tides are going out and you still want to be on the sandbar, you can do it. Just don't park your boat on top of the sandbar. Park it away from the sandbar, anchor it out there, and then put your chairs on the sandbar, whatever it is you have planned. Um, You know, Florida has some beautiful areas to uh, take advantage of that type of thing. And um, you just got to be aware of what's going on. So we hope there's at least something that we went over today that's helpful to you that keeps you safer, keeps you out of my office, emergency room, the orthopedic surgeon's uh, surgical suite. Um, remember to stay strong, stay healthy, and whatever you do, stay creative. Make something today that you didn't have that didn't exist when you woke up. All right. We'll see you next week. Signing off, Dr. Harcourt. Have a good